Welcome back, everybody, to Tall and Taller, episode 22. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a little into the Hunter Dickinson uh, controversy of uh, Michigan's NIL deal and what's not wrong with the Tigers, I should say. Uh, but we'll go into uh, NIL critical. I, I, no, we're just, just going to stop there. Uh, NIL criticism uh, that came from uh, Hunter Dickinson earlier this month, uh, oh, this time last week, I believe, stating uh, that the university isn't going to be able to keep up with bigger schools because of the restrict some of the restrictions that are being put on them, uh, that are being put on Coach Harbaugh, Coach Howard. Uh, they can't do uh, what some other schools are being able to do. Um, with he said Coach Harbaugh and Coach Howard are both trying their best. It's not them. So, I mean, obviously that comes down to the administrative side of the university. And as we always say, university not wanting to bend the rules to maybe win some football games. Or, I mean, but in this case, it's not really bending rules. It's them trying to keep up, in my opinion, their picture. What do you think? Yeah, you know, it's 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 been a, a problem – you know, in sports, particularly football, for at least a decade, probably more like a decade and a half, you know, I still feel very strongly that, uh, you know, that's that's a big reason as to why Rich Rod failed. <clears throat> um, you know, he couldn't get his guys in, and, and the you know, it's no secret that the, that the administration is, is pretty hard and fast. You know, we're not going to admit uh, borderline students when you know there's other universities that openly admit people that can't fucking read um yeah and i don't think that we should go that far but you know if, if a guy's got a uh, say a 2.5 um let, let's get him in and let you know let's teach him and you, you know to me the biggest thing is effort if these guys are in here and trying you know th there's all kinds of resources available um you know the, the study table the tutors and stuff if someone's going to put forth effort, they're, they're going to get a decent grade and get a Michigan degree that that's just about as good as any degree out there. Um, you know, there's a handful of Ivy school, Ivy league schools that, that I guess you could make an argument that are better, but you know, the, the whole NIL deal, I feel like that's, that's a big reason why, why uh, Harbaugh played his fuck around last, last this past winter. Yeah. Um, as you know, he was trying to leverage his stuff. And it's kind of interesting because I think that, uh, you know, President Schlissel has gone. And I, I still believe that that probably had a little bit to do with it. You know, he's like, okay, you, you don't want to help me out. I'm going to throw some stuff out in the open that I know about or I heard about. And, you know, now Mary Sue Coleman, who she was, I thought she was the most. Uh, she was she was the hardest president on athletics that we'd ever had, and then Schlissel came in and made her look like she was she the football team was her favorite. Um, you know she she's back, so I wonder if it just doesn't go back now to the to the board of regents because you know we've had a couple different presidents and and the regents you know they really hold the power. The president is is uh, you know more title than anything, and sure they have a say in some things, but the board of regents makes the decisions. Um, so, you know, you know, it's hard to tell, um, but there's no excuse because this is completely legal, right? Yeah. Why the school has not 
set up a program when when you got a lot smaller schools that are just uh, going overboard and have have all kinds of money. You know, there's maybe ten universities in the United States that can match the money that we have. Um, Probably so, USC, Texas, Ohio State, Bama yep. now. Yep. I mean, it's, it's going to be all your big name programs, your college football programs. Yeah, Notre Dame. Yep. Um, UCLA probably is right there. But there, there's no reason that we can't be in the top 10, but even top 25 in NIL programs. And we're not even the top 100 right now, last I looked. So, so uh, you know, it's it's not a money problem because, there's, you know, there's – we have there's a ton of money and there's a ton of boosters um and i gotta believe that there's been people knocking on doors um to try to get in and the university you know for whatever reason whether whether they don't want a vet or they're they don't like what they see um you know the rules are are pretty are pretty uh lax you know there, there's a lot of stuff in there and you know when when this first come out we talked about it on our first or second episode um university of michigan put some put some rules out that i thought were kind of a little bit strict but not outlandish you know okay you know you can't advertise for marijuana okay i kind of marijuana get it, but yep. it's legal you, know, you can't do anything in the sex industry i get that anything has got to be approved by the university I get that because you don't want anybody uh, tarnishing the reputation. But uh, I forget there was a couple more that were just not necessarily outlandish, but uh, seemed to be a little bit stricter than they need. And, and you know, as you said, um, well, I, I guess that was in, in the first part of this where we started over. But uh, these guys, um, it, it's going to cost us in recruiting, you know, particularly in, in – in football and basketball, um, you know, if a guy loves Michigan and a guy loves Ohio State, and Ohio State can give him a million dollars and Michigan can give him fifty thousand, uh, that's a no-brainer, you know. So, well, yeah, I mean, look at, I mean, look at, I'll say this as an example. I mean, I think it's a very good example of people willing to spend money, and that would be Deion Sanders at Jackson State going right. out and. How do you think they got the number one overall crew to go to Jackson State? Right. I'm and sorry. I don't care if Deion Sanders is the coach or not. If he ain't paying money, he ain't going there. Right. To You know, to to some small school. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a uh, UMBC. Right. So, yeah, that, you know, that's, that's a perfect example. So, you know, I'm not saying that we got to pay everybody, but we got to be competitive. You know, there's a there's a market. Uh, value for everything and you know if top 10 recruits are getting million dollar deals we can't come in at a hundred thousand dollars you know whatever that if it's five hundred thousand if it's a hundred thousand you know that kid from ohio state raped ohio state took the money and then left yeah going out where you go texas yeah texas i think it is so yeah so it's no big you know that's gonna happen the nil opens that up right but we we have to be competitive if, you know, if a guy really loves Michigan and Ohio State's at a million dollars and we're at 900,000, maybe the kid's going to pick Michigan. But, you know, like I said, if they're at a million, we're at 100,000, you'd be an idiot. So yep. um, we have to get competitive. 
We don't have to be number one, but the school has got to put something in place where the the playing field is at least somewhat level. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like I said, uh, it's coming out. I mean, Hunter said in the interview, uh, it's not on the coaches. It's not on anyone. He even stated that, I mean, Jawan and Jim aren't even allowed to come to players with NIL deals. It can't right. come from them. It's got to come from the university or directly from who wants to give it to them. And that right there is where I think the uh, one of the bigger problems is, is that I think university or coach should have, if it's not the coach doing it, they should at least have somebody there fighting or trying to look, trying to look kind of like as an agent does, looks for deals, looks for things right. like that. Right. And I mean, and I, with Juwan, I mean, Juwan Howard, Jim Harbaugh, they'll carry it. They're two really big names. No matter what sport, no matter what, those two names are going to be able to get, draw in some uh, some deals for players. And if they can't do that, then, I mean, it's going to hurt us also. Right. Uh, I mean, do you uh, – I'll ask you this real quick. I mean, do you think this had a factor in Frankie Collins transferring and, and, already, having, and already having a school picked out not even a week later? Right. It, it, you know, it, it very well could have, um, you know, th those things usually come out eventually. It might be a year or two when he's done with college, you know, where it happens. But, uh, you, I mean, that makes sense. And, and again, he could have been pissed off about the lack of playing time as well. But, um, yeah. you know, that was going to work itself out next season anyways, I believe. Well, yeah. I 100% agree. And uh, I mean, we'll see. I'm interested to see what the university does, how it's going to fix, in my opinion, a something that can either going to make us go above and beyond, get back up, how we did this year repetitively, how we did in sports, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, softball. I mean, it. He's right. If we don't, if the university, not me, not we, if the university doesn't step up and allow, allow for people, we are going to lose players. He's, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple as that. And I mean, I think that uh, simple as that. Yeah, it is. And you know, with Hunter Dickinson, I'm glad he spoke up and typically, uh, you know, I like that he's found his voice. Typically I, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, you know, my, my, me, myself, personally, um, I watch sports to get away from the every, everyday uh, news, you know, good news, bad news, uh, political aspects. But um, this, this is important, um, you know, for the entire future of Michigan athletics. So, so I'm glad that, that he's had the courage to speak up. And, you know, we, we've seen it um, a few times from him and, 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 He's seemingly getting more and more aggressive with it, um, which I think is great. And, um, you know, I got to believe that, you know, as you mentioned earlier, that him coming, he's coming back in part because of that. And, you know, maybe he feels like he can make a difference and help put some pressure on the university um, because he's a kid that, that Michigan can't silence, right? They can't say shut up or go away. Um so, 
Um, you know, they can do that with some of the, you know, the non uh, big name starters, particularly in basketball or in football. You know, if, if a center from the football team started start shooting off for this, um, you know, he might have to fear some uh, repercussions. But uh, Hunter Dickinson's a national name, um, you know, probably going to could possibly play himself into the lottery next year. Um, so so it's nice. Uh, to see a player like that that has the opportunity to take advantage of that opportunity and vocalize some things. Yeah, and that's what he said in the interview. He said, I mean, he said, first off, that I.O. was the reason he came back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was one of the big reasons. Uh, still wants to work on a few things, but uh, yeah, things got to be fixed and hopefully fixed soon. All right. We'll move on to the before we get into the dark side of this. We'll get into the good side of what's going on in Detroit right now. In America <coughs> Park. <coughs> Miggy now Miggy hit a six on their double. It also now brings him into baseball royalty at that point. Still adds more to his lovers letters. Uh, I mean, I think it's him. Albert Pujols and Willie Mays, or Hank Aaron, sorry, Hank Aaron, that have 3,000 hits, 600 doubles, 500 home runs, and a 300 batting average. Um, Not 300, I'm sorry. With the 500 home runs, 3,000 hits, and 600 doubles. I mean, I mean, we every day we're, we're pretty much witnessing at this point greatness. And I made a post about it the other day on Facebook. This is, in my opinion, probably now I hate to say it because this team was look, supposed to produce. I mean, that's why we sold out. Probably just going to be a, unless we somehow turn around the next week in the Mickey milestone season. Yeah. And probably honestly, this is how we play probably the Mickey farewell season. I mean, I don't know very, if that's true. It very well could be. We uh, we shall see because, I mean, it, it's just not going good at all. Nothing. Can't catch breaks. Can't play baseball. Correct. I mean, and it's, people say, oh, this team can't hit. This team can't We're getting I've, – I've seen plenty of games where we can't hit, where we've hit 10, had 10, 10 hits. It's getting the runners in scoring position hits. When there's people in scoring position and bringing them in, we can't seem to get that hit or that little break that we need to be able to score them. And I think that's, that's where it comes in. I mean, I think over the past two weeks, we haven't scored more than three runs, two or three runs in – I mean, at the Astros series, I think we scored two runs in almost every game except the last one. Um, and, and that's just not the kind of baseball. Obviously, this year it's not small balls, not going to win games. You're going to have to score more than two runs. Right. And I mean, like I said, it's not it's not that we aren't hitting. We're hitting. I mean, we're getting 10. I've seen plenty of times where we've had double-digit hits. We just aren't scoring. Um. I mean, I don't really know where the problem's at with that. Um, if it's 
I mean, I people are calling for AJ Hinch, but I, st- I still don't think that's on him. I, I mean, we're like, we're hitting the ball, right? No, I, I think that's way premature. Um, you know, AJ's got a proven track record. Um, you know, you, you look look what they did last year, and and you know, the I guess the caveat to that is is that you know sometimes managers get too overbearing and they lose the clubhouse. Um, haven't read or heard anything like that, but um, I guess that's a possibility. And if that was the case, then yeah, it's kind of go. It's time to go. But you know, I, I still think that the injuries have have prevented us from getting in a rhythm. Um, you know, run scoring's been a problem. Miggy, well, yeah. Miggy's, Miggy's not the Miggy you pass, but he's been okay. And you know, go back to those doubles. Right now, he's tied for seventeenth all time doubles uh, with Barry Bonds. And, you know, he's hit as many as uh, 48, 50 doubles in a season before 52, actually. Um, but the last five or six years, he's been right around the 20 mark. He had a, he had a season uh, 2022 uh, uh, years ago, he only hit four. But other than that, he's, he's right around the 20 mark, and that'll put him, that, that would put him at uh, 13th uh, all time. Um, yeah. You know, he's probably not going to – he could feasibly uh, – Albert Pujols is number five with 673, and, if, you know, he got a couple of years left in him. Um, he could get that, but Ty Cobb's got 724, Stan Musial 725, Pete Rose 746, and then uh, Trey Speakers 792. So um, kind of crazy – to, you know, he's he's right there in every major category. Um, and, you know, as we've talked about a few times, I just feel like if he was in a bigger market, um, he he would be uh, Babe Ruth, or even if they'd won a World Series or two, you know, to bring some national attention. Um, but uh, special player, uh, special personality, loves the game, loves to have fun. You know, I love to see him interact with opposing players and mess with them. Um and yeah, uh, you know I mean, it's, he's... it's a shame to see that all that talent has been basically wasted. Yep, and I agree. I mean, like you said, he's. I did read. Uh, it wasn't too long ago. I read something uh, that uh, he was offered. Like he was even offered to stay. Like after he's done, and he can come coach. Like. AJ Hinch has already offered that out to him uh, just because he does know so much. I mean, look what he does and look what he's done. Uh, I mean, like you said, injuries going off that injuries. I mean, I mean, it's been bad. I mean, also, I mean, you have two of our, two of our starting pitchers. I've been on 10 day DL. It seems like for a 10 day IL for over a month now. I mean, Casey Mines went down on May 13th. Or that actually just got updated. Oh, wow. So that's that's cool. So there's another 10-day. They added him again to the 10-day today. So there's another 10 days of him being gone. They re-added Matt Manning to the 10-day. There's two of our starting pitchers right there who are both, both look good in their first starts and then right. got hurt. I mean... You have Spencer Turnbull, who automatically got put in this. Got, this was a while ago. Uh, 
back in April before the season even started, got put on the 60 day IL. Right. I mean, Spencer Turnbull, I mean, was a very reliable pitcher last year for us through the no hitter. Um, I mean, you have players, you mean, players that we're missing that we need to have in there. I mean, Kyle Funkhauser, uh, as a relief pitcher, I mean, the, the bullpen, I, I laugh because. What's what's been the issue with the Tigers in the past ten years? Yeah, is longer than that, fifteen, a, maybe even longer than fifteen. Haven't had a good, haven't had a good bullpen. Right this year, our bullpen's solid. Finally, when they come into games, we aren't giving up runs, but we also aren't scoring runs. And I think that's it's frustrating to see that because now that we actually have a bullpen that can support our one, two run leads that it wasn't before that. It's frustrating to see. Um, I mean, we are, we're one game out of last place in, in the whole entire major league right now. We're one game ahead. Right. Uh, the Reds are a game behind us. Uh, I mean, if we're going to do something, we're going to do it now. I mean, at this point, we're, I, I'm pretty sure we are exactly where we were. At this point last year, I believe we were nine and twenty-three before we started playing better. Yeah, I believe that. I think that, uh, that sounds right. And we are nine and twenty-three now, and it, it, it's rough. So I mean, yeah, we're one and nine in our last ten games. I think we won three, three on the road, and haven't even won. Sorry, go ahead. And six at home, but. You know, uh, Barnhart's leading us to batting average at 284. And, you know, uh, Willie Castro is. Uh, Willie Castro's batting 300. Okay. Well, I'm on uh, baseball reference. It's not even showing him. Maybe he hasn't played enough games to qualify. For- yeah, he probably hasn't. Cause, but in third and 40 at bats, he's batting yeah. 325. But, I mean, he that's, that's the problem is – He's raking and not getting the playing time to keep right. going. I mean, so so you know, uh, Meadows is next at two seventy. Miggy's next at two sixty seven, and then Javi's next at two twenty two. And then at the bottom of you know there are everyday guys. Torkelson's at uh, one forty six, um, and Shoop is just above him at one forty seven. Well, I mean, so that's, the, that's a problem, right? Well, yeah, in scope, and I mean, Candelario. Uh, Candelario's betting two eleven. He he's coming alive though. I have noticed that watching games, even though I don't know why I still watch because I just get mad and end up turning them off. And but I have noticed that in watching games is that Jamer Candelario is finally coming alive. Um, I mean even Scope 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 was batting like I believe like a point nine something at one point this season. Yeah. Um. I mean, out of 116 at bats, you have 25 Ks for scope. That's not horrible, though. I mean, that's end up a bias. Bias is kind of falling off. He has, and you and, know, I gotta believe that he's gonna come around. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a player you know, that, that does. Just you like know, he, he's had a long and, and respectable career, um, and you know, those those guys that they usually balance out. But you know, to the point that you you just talked about, and we. We've talked about, I think every time we've talked about the Tigers this year is, <laughs> is that we cannot dig ourselves in a hole like this and, and expect to be competitive. 
you know, it's different. And, you know, say 100 games into the season and you're 65 and 35, if you lose nine out of 10, does it hurt? Yeah, but it's not uh, insurmountable to come back from. Um, this is just, uh, uh, man, it, it's it's ugly. These these this team right now reminds me of the teams that lost hundred games. You know, uh, and, and it's and it's weird because I mean this this team was very. I mean, there was there was some people that weren't weren't about them, but I, I think there's a lot of hype about this team, especially after we signed uh, Austin Meadows. I mean, right. Right, right there before the season started, I think that was a big hey. This team, the big sign that hey, this team's ready to compete. We're gonna start. We're gonna start buying instead of selling now. Yeah, and you know that I I agree. And you know that that to me that was kind of a message from Illich and Avila saying, "Hey, we we expect to win, and we think this guy is gonna be the difference for us." And and you know, all in all, Meadows has been he hasn't been disappointing. Um, no, he's been our best hitter, like our best consistent hitter all season. Yeah. So, you know th- that was that was a win, but. Man, and you know, Mickey, Mickey's pulled it up. He's two sixty seven now. Um, you know, his power's gone. His legs are gone. He's only got one home run. But, uh, um, but we all knew that, right? You know, he's he's tied for second in RBIs with ten. Um, you know, he's third on the team in doubles. Uh, tied for first on the team in hits, and you know, he's he's fourth in at bat. So he's. I, you know, it's not the Miggy of old, but it, it it's still respectable. And, you know, I, I got to believe that maybe the teams don't fear him hitting the long ball anymore, but that guy can hit the ball, um, you know, with pin placement just about anywhere on the field. Uh, that's the thing. He's still, he's still a clutch hitter, even though he's, it's, it might not be the, the three run home run that we used to be. It might be a, one run double, or he's he's gonna come. He comes in. He can come in clutch when we still need him. And I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think. Obviously, the Yankees, the Yankee game, which still fuck the Yankees. Don't care how good they're doing right now. Um, but there's another game. He got walked in the same similar situation. Right. And I mean, obviously, teams still fear me. Best hitter of our lifetime. One. I mean. Like actual like hitter hitter, like not just power hitter, but all around. Uh, it's been an honor to, to watch, and I hope I hope we can turn it around. I hope we can end up turning it back in the right direction and be able to do what we did last year, but a little bit more, where we can finally get over that five hundred mark and maybe make a push and i mean i mean it's gonna be tough it's a tough uphill climb from here and we'll see what we do i think we're like double digits back right now in the division now we're nine games back that's a good thing that everyone else in the division is home pretty much 500 or below yeah except except the twins which are four games over <coughs> or else it could be ugly if the twins or someone was like the yankees who are 23 and 8 or the Dodgers, who are twenty and ten, or I mean, Houston, we'd be in a very tough situation. I mean, playoff playoff expansion this year. I mean, yeah, I mean that could help us. I mean, three teams getting in on the wild card. Um, 
I think that's probably more like where the aim is unless that's the way we'll get in if we do do it at this point, unless just everyone the d- division just craps of craps play. But again, baseball's a long season. We're at 32 games in, I believe. Yeah, you know, we're about 20% uh, through the season. So, so uh, you know, there's a long ways to go. And, you know, baseball is always has been and I think always will be a game of streaks. And, you know, we, we could – we could go off and, you know, run off a 20 and 10 run or something. And we're right back in it. I, you know, I think the focus is, is try to get back to 500 ball. Um, you know, if we can get close to that by the all-star break or maybe a little after, um, we're, uh, we'll be in business. So, um, yeah, I agree. Starting tonight in Baltimore. I mean, we have a favorite. I was really hoping against Oakland. It would be, it would start it. I mean, Oakland was a down team that still still is, but they beat us four out of five. And I mean, start with Oakland tonight, and hopefully not Oakland with Baltimore tonight, and hopefully we can uh, turn it around and uh, keep playing. But uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, you won't. Oh, um, I will. Oh, I will. But yeah. Uh, Real quick, last thing, at least on my part, not with the Tigers, though. Kind of a Aiden Hutchinson started practice. The first time today was in Lions like, practice facility. Uh, I was able to, he was out there working out today with them. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's nice to see. So the, the new collective bargaining agreement, you know, kind of. You know, it's basically eliminated the holds holdouts, which is what it was designed to do. So, you know, there's parameters for whatever it is, one through five and five through ten, then second round, third round, whatever. So his contract signed and and you know, he's ready to go. And it's yeah, uh, you know that's another thing that we've talked about a million times, you know, the, the lions raise your hopes and break your heart uh, year after year after year after year. But it's uh, it's really exciting to see not only his enthusiasm, you know, he's pumped up to stay home and he's pumped up to be at the Lions. And um, I don't I don't know that I've, I've read this uh, directly from him, but uh, I feel like he takes it personally. And, you know, when you get a player that's got the talent that he does and has that kind of motivation, I think good things can happen. And, you know, the the Lions administration, uh, they are. They're very openly excited about him, which which says a lot. So, um, yep. yep, I agree. I think uh, still think they're gonna maybe win like five games this season instead of four. But well, and, and you know we'll see. You know I think a lot of that depends on one how golf turns out, and and you know if uh, Williams is uh, comes back and can play the full season, at, you know at least eighty ninety percent. And, you know, as, as with anything in any sport, we you have to stay relatively healthy, you know. And when when you're a team trying to rebuild like the Lions have been for the last 75 years, um, you, you lose you lose one key player and, and that, that hurts, you know. If you're the Patriots, uh, you know, of the first 20 years of, of this century or, you know, the team, they're always right there knocking on the door. Sometimes you can absorb that loss. And, and, and be okay, but, um, you know, the Lions don't have that luxury, so they, they need to win the health battle, and 
a um, little bit ago, but you know, one thing is is uh, you know it shows what uh, the network show the Lions have no national games this year, um, which Only I think, team. which is fine, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, we will, and uh, we'll watch. Uh, I mean, that's still a good, 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 good distance away from that still at this point. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I got for today. Yeah, you that's sure it for you, me you too. Sure you, you sure you don't want to talk about anything else? Yeah, I think I'm good. Are you, are you positive? Positive. Nothing's poking out of your brain? Nope. All right. Well, guys, uh, that'll wrap up today's show. Uh, go follow us on Facebook, uh, Tall and Taller, and on Twitter, at Tall and Taller 11. Uh, so we'll go ahead and come out on, uh, on Spotify tonight while words are really hard. And uh, go blue and go Tigers. Hell.